Hey everybody, on today's Locked On Bama, we're going to continue Jimmy Stein's countdown of the roster. We're also going to give a shout out to the Lee's basketball team as they have gotten a couple of big wins in the SEC tournament so far these last couple of days. And we're going to talk about some of uh, the performances in the NFL Combine, Slade Bowling in particular. We're going to talk about all that and more on today's Locked On Bama. <laughs> On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey again, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Awesome, awesome. You know what I just learned seconds ago, which is exciting to me: the game against LSU Saturday the basketball game is going to be on CBS. I didn't know that. It's that boy, that's going to have a real March madness feel to it. Alabama on CBS. So I say the postseason gets started Saturday. Yeah, that's, uh, it's on CBS. I think it's at 11 o'clock, not exactly the best time in the world, but I'm really okay with it. I'm going to actually be calling some more state championship games tomorrow. Um, going on at legacy arena. That's a lot of fun. If anybody's looking for something to do anytime between, Whenever we draw cast uh, till tomorrow at like 545 is the last game. And I can't remember. I think it's Enterprise against James Clemens. Kind of a weird matchup for 7A. But uh, the 6A matchup is like Huffman and Coleman. And my God, that's going to be a lot of fun. This Coleman team is coached by a former Mountain Brook assistant. So he's under Bucky McMillan. So he's going to go up and down the court a lot. And I'm not going – we're not going to get into all this because, frankly – some folks who listen to this are out of the state of Alabama. They may not even know what the hell I'm talking about. But if you are looking for something to do Friday or Saturday, uh, bad cell phone over to Legacy Arena, you will not regret that. Jimmy, let's do really quickly give a shout out to the ladies um, getting another big win. They won over Auburn the first day of the SEC tournament. Then they got a win last night over Georgia. I mean, surprising fashion, Georgia was the sixth seed. Uh, they're ranked pretty highly in women's basketball, and they won 74 to 62. So it wasn't like it was a buzzer beat or anything. No, no, great, great performance. I tell you, Brittany Davis is on fire. She's playing unbelievable down the stretch. I think she was a second team uh, selection, uh, all SEC. But uh, frankly, uh, she's playing like a first teamer right now. Uh, she, she's been unbelievable. She had, uh, I think, 26 points, five boards, five steals. Uh, Going to get tough. Alabama plays Tennessee today, uh, but uh, Alabama beat Tennessee down the stretch. So uh, we'll, we'll see. So, uh, But congratulations to the girls for uh, putting it all together here at the end. And uh, I think they're in contention for an NIT bid uh, if they don't win the SEC tournament. I did see they were projected like next four out after that win. Um, that would take them to 17 and 13 if they lose against Tennessee. Now, if they beat Tennessee – You'd have to think, okay, they're they're at least in the next four out, um, so they'll be a little bit closer. Um, but let's face it, nobody's probably beaten South Carolina. I would love to get a win over the balls and at least be in the conversation. It'd be nice to have uh, this crew of young women head to the NCAA's. Um, really quickly, we'll scoot through a few other things, and then we'll get to your countdown. Um, Alabama baseball and softball teams are home all weekend. Uh, Alabama baseball, Murray State in a three-game series. 
And then uh, let's see, the girls, they are going to play Texas, Miami of Ohio, and Eastern Illinois for the T-Mobile Classic. That ought to be kind of fun. Yeah. No, what was weird is uh, I did a little thing for Crimson and Coffee this morning, my morning kind of review of what's going on. And I did mention that uh, Alabama softball was playing in the T-Mobile Classic and, and against Miami of Ohio, Texas, and uh, and, and Eastern Illinois. And uh, then realized that Eastern Illinois is not in the T-Mobile Classic. They're just playing Alabama Monday. So that's just sort of weird oh. to me that you'd play three consecutive days, two of them in a classic. One of them's just a standalone game. So, uh, but regardless, Alabama enters 16 and 0. I'm telling, and, and they're playing like freaking five games in the next three days. So we, we can be talking about a 21 and 0 Alabama team next week. Isn't it a little cocky that we call everything classics? We don't know if it's a classic yeah. yet. You call it a classic after it's happened. Um, but everybody yeah, loves yeah, to see yeah. How about just a we what? When we run rule their ass, when we run rule their ass for three straight days, is that going to be a classic? I don't think so. Uh, and finally, Jimmy wanted to talk about um, something you wrote about on your Crimson and Golf. Uh, Slade Bolden ran a four six six forty at the event. Uh, he also had an impressive vertical leap at thirty two inches, and his broad jump measured nine foot eight inches and so i guess the only question is what round will the patriots draft him in right <laughs> i even mentioned that what's funny to me about it is and it will be really funny if he ends up with the patriots even i, I thought this was an alabama thing you know that, that that alabama fans but no this is a national deal because even daniel jeremiah the outstanding expert on the draft from nfl network while Slade Bolden was working out and they were commenting about Slade, he specifically said, is there any doubt that this guy's not going to end up on the Patriots? And then uh, that got Rich Eisen laughing and they were laughing about it going, yep, he's a Patriot. And Daniel Jeremiah's like, yeah, laugh now. He's going to catch six balls in the first game, you know? And, and to me, that's great because, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a funny joke and it's obviously about how the Patriots have had this long line of white slot receivers uh, that, that that were not highly thought of entering the draft, by the way, and then they end up being superstars like Wes Walker and Danny Amendola and and uh, and, and obviously Julian Edelman, who Slade says he fashions his game after. So uh, Slade wasn't great. I'd hope for a better forty time from him. It wasn't great, but if you're expecting great, you don't know Slade's game. This is not Slade's event. Slade was lucky to be invited and he was lucky to work out. I think a real goal for Slade was to show adequacy, not, oh my gosh, he ran a 4 4. No, uh, that's not his game. Show adequacy. You know, you don't, you know, I noticed one, one thing, Luke, on the list this week of the fastest times ever ran at the combine. If you look at the fastest times ever, that list is not populated with NFL stars. They were combine stars, but they weren't NFL stars. There is a, minimum adequate number that you have to put up to play in the NFL. And I think Slade did that. It doesn't make for a great inspirational workout shirt though. You know, <laughs> achieve adequate, adequate. The bare minimum. The bare you know, minimum. Sandler, uh, there used to be a comedy bit he had, and I'm, I'm not a huge Sandler fan. I think he gets a little too lowbrow sometimes, but uh, he had an old comedy tape um, where he was like, 
interviewing for a job and he said, look, I'm, I'm willing to start at the bottom and I'm also willing to stay there. And I wonder if uh, <laughs> that's, that's Slade Bolton's hey. patron. Like, hey, look, you hey, just be the 53rd man, on the, be the 53rd man on the roster. That's that's look, that's I think that's all you want to do is be the, the key phrase is on the roster, that prepositional phrase at the end. Jimmy, let's go ahead and talk about run your pool. Look, March Madness is about a week away. Uh, that means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going to, for the usual, or are you going to look for the best? The best is runyourpool.com. We've done our homework, and we know this. Along with our standard brackets, uh, run your pool offers this types of games, Viber or PickX, both really fun in their own way. They have options to edit scoring, and they offer more intel to make your picks, all the stuff you don't find at ESPN or CBS. Clearly, we believe in your in run your pool. That's what uh, the own locked on crew is going to be doing, because like I said, we're running our bragging sales. There's no truer test than that. That you know, you want to believe in your product, so we use it. If you want to play against us for a shot at the cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com backslash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter pure madness at checkout for ten dollars off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com backslash locked on for your chance to cash prize. We can't wait to see your bad self there. Also want to tell you about Built Bar. It's that time of year where you, you know, you probably gave up on your New Year's resolution. You might have had a New Year's resolution, had a new New Year's resolution and given up on that. I don't know. But if you're eating Built Bars, you can stick to one where it says you're going to, if your resolution was eat more Built Bars, you're probably still on it. Or if your resolution was to lose weight, you can eat Built Bars. That'll help with that. Um, you really need to try the puffs. They're, you're missing out if you hadn't tried the puffs. They are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat covered in 100% real chocolate like all Built Bar stuff is. All Built Bars just covered in 100% real chocolate. Can't beat that. It, it, like I said, even the puffs. Most Built Bars contain about 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a, like a candy bar, 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. You don't want that crap. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order with your bad self. I've now said with your bad self three times in this podcast. I, up, I don't have to do it for the rest of the week. Um, Jimmy, let's go back to your rankings here for a minute. Um, we, I think we left off at 51. So we'll go to number 50, who is Devontae Smith, a safety uh, who, uh, out of Ohio. Not that Devontae Smith. I would love to have that Devontae Smith back. But, um, yeah, he's he's on the team, and he's a safety, and he's got a lot to live up to. Yeah, one interesting thing about uh, him when I was spanning over the uh, spring roster He's the smallest defensive back on the team at six foot one eighty-five. That's the smallest guy. Yet he's playing safety and not corner. And or he did last season. He could be moved to corner. I mean, it's obviously a guy that can play both. But he was a safety last season when he redshirted. What's interesting to me again is is the size. And it's a great lesson about what new football is. New football is not Mark Barron at safety. New football is cornerbacks at safety. And that's uh, what Devontae Smith brings to us, uh, just a lot of coverage ability. I've heard from inside the program that they're excited about him, that that, that they really think he might be something. Uh, it's just that the top of the depth chart is just too crowded. It, it's hard to believe that he would be playing a significant role on defense this fall, not with Jordan Battle and DeMarco Hellams returning 
to say nothing of Brian Branch and Malachi Moore, who also plays safety. So probably won't see Devontae uh, this fall except on special teams, but he is a guy to look for in the future. I think he might be a thing. All right, we're going to zip through these others in this group of five a little bit more quickly. Actually, I want you to spend a little time on Keanu Coate. Uh, Keanu Coate, and I think that's I'm saying that correct. We've, we've gone with Cot and Keat and it's Coat William, or Coot. Williams. It might be Coot. I think it's Coat, but I'm I, you could okay. be right. I've I've been told it's Coat, and um, that doesn't mean I'm right. I'm going to say Coat, and I'm not going to be surprised if it's Coot. But I, here's why I'm excited about this guy. When we signed him, it was like. You know, on three has him at a five star. Um, when we signed him, it was like he's really good. If he puts on weight, he'll be something. Okay, fast forward a year, dude is already two thirty one. He's two thirty one right now, and 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 we're just now getting to his redshirt freshman season. He'll probably be even a little bit bigger by this fall. Uh, man, what an exciting guy this is. Uh, again, we one of the reasons he's at forty nine, and why Devonte Smith is at fifty. That sounds like they're really low on the list, and they are. But, you know, top 44 mathematically means you're sort of in the too deep, right? I, I don't know that that Coat can get in the too deep because of Will Anderson, Dallas Turner, and uh, and Chris Braswell. That leaves one spot for it's either him or Jeremiah Alexander or even uh, Quindarius Robinson. So I don't know that he'll be in the too deep, and that's why he's at 49 and not a little higher. But that, that does not mean I'm not super high on him. I, again, I, I think this is a, a guy one year from now, when we're doing this list next year, he's going to be up there. He, he's not going to be where he is right right here. All right, I'm going to group some of these other guys. Um, Tim Keenan, who is 6'2", 343. Um, Damon Payne, who is 6'4", 303. Tommy Brockermeyer, 6'5", 304. Damian George, 6'6", 333. Those are your next four dudes. And uh, it's hard for me to believe Tim Keenan isn't the biggest dude in that group, but he's not. But just sort of give an <laughs> overview of all of them. Yeah, these are all contenders for the two deep. Uh, again, that's why they're, they're lower than 44, but they're on the cusp. Uh, these are all guys likely to be significant players at Alabama one day. I just don't think that their time is here just yet, but it's close. Again, these are guys that are in the mid-40s this year that I think when we do this list again next spring are have moved up 10, 12 spots uh, because they'll be significant players a year from now. And that that's fine. It's a developmental sport. Uh, it gives these guys another year to get ready, and they're all on the cusp of being significant players this year. Tim Keenan might even play some in our short yardage. Uh, defense. Damon Payne needed to add weight. He did. He's a fantastic 6'4", 303. He's a guy. We only have four guys that we know will be in the first team rotation on the defensive line. Damon Payne could easily be the fifth or sixth guy. He's in, He's got to beat out Jameel Burroughs, got to beat out Jamarian Latham to be that fifth or sixth guy, and he could be in the rotation right now. I wouldn't rule that out. Brockermeyer is in the mix. We have two openings at tackle. It's wide open. He's one of the guys in the mix. To me, he's a guy that even the first week of spring, they're going to be excited to see him and say, okay, now what do we got? Uh, he just needed more time. He's got a game what I call functional strength. It's not just weight room strength. It's like, you know, some guys are pretty good in the weight room, but they can't, you know, pick up a bunch of firewood. 
sometimes you have to do that. Not so much in football, but sometimes you got to pick up firewood or knock over a tree or lift a car off, a, off, off, off somebody on the side of the road. That's, you know, functional strength. Uh, and, and really what I mean is, is being able to push around defensive linemen. Uh, he, he's got to still get there. Uh, but Brockermeyer is on the cusp of being a starting tackle. Damian George did start a year ago, lost his job, but right back squarely in the mix to be a starting tackle this season. And now he's got a little game experience on the others. Uh, again, there's a reason. I think that number 44 number, we haven't got to 44 yet. Damian George is 45. 44 is a key number. That just sort of means, hey, you should be in the two deep. These are guys I would project to be in the two deep or should be. Uh, these are the guys that are just on the cusp. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Bet Online. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam ahead, as we know from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Bet Online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just basketball, they have everything you want hockey, boxing, UFC, whatever you want, they got it over at Bet Online. Head to the website today, use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet Online is where the game starts. All right, so let's move on to your next grouping here, Jimmy. Um, and I just have to, all I have to do is pull it up. It seems it's so simple, yet, yet it's not for me. Um, this so number, morning. Number 44 yep. is Amari Kite and yep. Kendall Randolph. I guess I you, you cheat even on your own tests. <laughs> I did. And uh, I just thought it would be interesting to do a tie just because, you know, you don't expect that. And really, these two tied because I sort of see them as the same guy. Uh, you might go, they're not the same guy. Where, where are you getting? Kendall Randolph even plays tight end. Well, I didn't. we didn't know for sure Kendall Randolph was coming back. I had already projected in another piece I did that if Kendall's not back, that this year's guy who's going to spend a lot of time at tackle but also play tight end would be Amari Kite. I sort of said he's going to be the next Kendall Randolph and, and play that role. But Kendall came back. Uh, they're both in the same boat in the sense they are both solidly in the mix at offensive tackle. I think both of them have a legitimate shot to win the starting offensive tackle job. Notice I have them ahead of Tommy Brockermeyer just slightly. Uh, but both of them have, I would say, an equal shot uh, to win the offensive tackle starting spot or a number two spot or Kendall, if not both of them could end up being a starting tight end on the short yardage unit. So to me, they're sort of the same guy. Uh, Kendall's just a little bit older with a little more experience. Um, it'll be funny to me. I mean, obviously Kendall has to leave after this year and then next season we could see Amari kite as, as an extra tight end blocker if he's not a starting tackle, but that's why, I put them in a tie. I sort of see them in the, in the same position. Then you have Terrence Ferguson. Um, I says, you may have him a little low. Yeah, you've got him as a dark horse. You even think, okay, I'm, I, I guess you're thinking you may even have him a little high. I'm thinking you have him a little low. I, I really like Terrence Ferguson on the offensive guard yeah. position. I, I do. I, I really like him. That's why I put it. I, th I think he is, even at 43, a, a good chance to be a starting guard to go from a redshirt year to being a starter. Uh, he's got a real good chance at that. Now, Alabama returns some interior guys for Terrence Ferguson to start. That means you have to kick out Javion Cohen outside to tackle, which, which could very easily happen to make room for Ferguson. He could prove to be one of our starting five. 
I think one of the reasons, though, that I have him at 43 is he did redshirt. He hasn't played a single down. We haven't seen him play in a game yet. Also this, the offensive line is the weak part of the team. I'm ranking this this team from best to first. Even some of the starting offensive linemen, Luke, may be outside of the best 22 players on the team. We have to prepare ourselves to see that with our eyeballs soon, uh, uh, and, and we'll see. But I think a lot of the offensive linemen will be lower than people want to see, but it's just the reality of this football team. Then you have two dudes along the defensive line in Jamil Burroughs and Jamarian Latham. Um, at the very least, I would flip-flop them. Uh, I, I, right. I feel like Burroughs can be more of a contributor this particular year. But at the very mm-hmm. – I would I would probably have Terrence Ferguson ahead of both of them, and I would then I would flip-flop these guys. Uh, I can see that. And, uh, obviously, when you do a rankings like this, you open yourself up for – you know, and I, I want to – obviously, I want to stir discussion on the on three message board. Hey, Jimmy, you've gone silent on me, bud. I don't know what happened, what you what you did, what happened, but you're silent there. Um, so here's what I'm – I don't know that uh, – I don't think people can hear you. Can you hear me is the question. Raise your hand if you can hear me. Right, there you go. All right, so here's what we're going to do, Jimmy. I'm going to take you out of the equation because I think you have hit a button on Tandy 2000 that has relegated it to – you've used up all – one gigs that you have if is gig small i can't i don't even know this technology all right jimmy i'm gonna let you say roll tide uh even though nobody can hear it just mouth it okay there we go jimmy out of the equation here and i'm gonna finish up his own list he was talking about jamarian latham and jamil burrows then he's got christian story and terry arnold uh both defensive backfield story a safety Look, I have been – I've had a mamish on Christian Story ever since. I got to call him when and he won a state championship for Lynette in football a few years ago. He played quarterback and defense then. Um, he won the MVP. He, w- he was absolutely unstoppable. Um, of course, he's Caden Story's older brother. Caden Story just saw him playing for Lynette at the basketball championships too. Uh, you know, I- I'm a little – I thought Christian story would, would be more of a thing. Yeah, I knew he lacked lacked some of the top-end speed, but um, I, th- I think he's a great player. And I, I think Christian story can contribute. I think Jimmy may actually have him a little low this particular year. So if, you're, if I had to pick out one guy that nobody's counting on to be a big deal at Alabama this year, I, I swear I would pick Christian story. Now, that didn't go for the, you know, the five stars we signed this year. I'm, I'm talking about – a dude that that everybody forgets he's on the team. I'm telling you, I, I'm really, really high on Christian Story. And if I weren't really high on Christian Story, it, it might be this guy. Even though I think I would violate my own rules, that's Terry on Arnold, who uh, Jimmy has at number 39. Um, looks ready to play. Super athletic. Uh, all you gotta do is go back and look at his high school film. Kind of shocked he didn't um, get to play a little bit more this past season, especially with some of the issues we had in the backfield. I really thought he'd get to play. Some, but uh, this is a guy I think that you're going to have a hard time keeping off the field. Now, I'm in the same category I just did for Christian Story because I think people are expecting Terion Arnold to contribute this year. I think people believe in Terion Arnold getting on the field a lot. See, what I was saying about Story is I don't think people really remember he's with the team. So I think that's part of the situation. Um, anywho, 
that's going to wrap it up for this today's Locked on Babel podcast. It's Friday. We got tech issues, and uh, so we're just going to go for that. But we will be back with you Monday. We'll talk about Bama LSU and Bama in the SEC tournament and more countdown from Jimmy. We'll talk to you guys later. Until then, roll tide.